Okay, there we are. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Monday, Monday, you can trust that day. That's the new saying that I've stolen from the mamas and the papas. I switched it around. They say you can't. I say you can. Um, Monday's, Monday's a good day because we always get to start uh, talking about what's coming up this week. And I got to put my phone in do not disturb mode. There we go. <laughs> and usually I'm, I'm waiting to see who's going to comment first. It's usually Danny or Barry, or Jesse, and nobody's nobody's fought for that. There's usually a fight for who says hello first and happy Monday. Uh, welcome to the show. I know uh, Mother Nature, is, is uh, she's frustrating me right now, I'll tell you. <laughs> but it is a nice day today if you're, uh, if you're watching live here on Monday. Um, supposed to get up to like 18, 19 degrees here today, right? We had a little bit of rain, but not quite nice enough for me to get my motorcycle out just yet. I'm working on it. And Lori, you're the first one to say hello. Hi, Lori. Thanks for saying hello. And, uh, but it is April, right? But I just know like last year, I was really excited for March because last year, March 4th, we were out riding already. So uh, I'm disappointed in that. But I mean, if I get out by May, I still got May, June, July, August, September. But we got six, seven months of riding, right? And uh, we really don't complain about the weather. I'm not complaining about the weather. I'm just anxious, right? I think most of you are probably anxious too. But it's I was out earlier today, and you know it's interesting when it, the sun is shining and you're out. I was out. Uh, I was out at the mall earlier, um, and just as I was walking outside, you know, people are like, "Hello!" And it just it's making people happy when the weather's nicer, right? Better than old man winter coming around. Um, I want to give a shout out here. Well, for yeah, hang on before we do. Um, what did I want to share with everybody here? Yeah. There we go. Age-friendly Sarnia Lambton. Uh, Age-friendly Sarnia connects uh, and promotes age-friendliness here in Sarnia Lambton. And the, uh, go to that website there, Age-friendly Sarnia Lambton, and it's a portal for connecting you to so many different things in our community. Let's take a look at it, actually. Why don't we just pull that up? We've got a few minutes here. Age-friendly Cernia Lambton. <laughs> because I want to, a lot of work was put into this. Where am I going to uh, share my screen here with everybody? Right there it is, Age-friendly Cernia Lambton. And uh, it talks about what age-friendly means. Uh, community supports healthy, active, living for people through all stages of life and abilities. Um Housing that is affordable, right? Public transportation, outdoor spaces and public buildings, community support and health services. All communication and information is easily readily available and opportunities for employment and volunteerism. People of all ages, uh, opportunities for social participation and leisure, social culture. So this brings all of that together. These are the eight different elements that uh, age-friendly Sarnia Lampton uh, puts together. Um, and here you go up to the top here, you can see services here. You know, if you want to look for employment options, employment assistance, right? Healthcare services. If you're looking for support groups or medical care, mental health and addiction, all this stuff is all available. And I think what's really important, and the reason I'm sharing this with all of you is that sometimes we have things that happen and go on and we like, who do I call? We don't know who to reach out to. We don't know who to call. So 
I would encourage you to take agefriendlysarnielampton.ca and put it in your your uh, your bookmarks on your browser and share this around with people. It might not be you right now, but uh, there might be other people that you know of that could use some support and they're just like scratching their head and they don't know where to start. Age Friendly Sarnia Lampton, again, for all of these services uh, is a great place to start. And it's all updated and looked after by healthline.ca and uh, some great local community members uh, are a part of the Age Friendly uh, initiative. So I wanted to take a point and share that with you today. So mark that down, agefriendly, sarnialampton.ca. Sarnia Sting, boy, I don't know what else I can say there. They're just really struggling. They're running out of time to clinch a playoff position. And uh, you can get all the stats and updates uh, right here at sarniasting.com. They will be back here in Sarnia on April the 15th. So this week, I'll be back there doing my live broadcast from the concourse. And we'll see what happens. Right now, they're just only one point ahead of the Erie Otters. And they lost uh, the game yesterday. So it's it's clinch time for clinch time, I guess, is what it uh, really saying there, right? So... Um, and if you haven't been out to a game yet, you know what? It's still good hockey. Come on out and enjoy some OHL hockey with the uh, Cernia Sting. Um, also, the 999th Legion Cernia.com. I'm proud to be a part of this group. We are a local group uh, that supports and advocates for child rights here in Cernia. We also ride motorcycles. And uh, we're going to be out. Um, we've been out. We've been at Cernia Sting. Uh, we're going to be at some local events like Canada Day celebrations, and we're at Sarnia Sting. By the way, thanks to Sarnia Sting for allowing us to be there to promote who we are. We've been at Lambton Mall, and of course, the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters show and sale is coming up on April the 30th. Hundreds of reasons to be there, but the 999th Legion Sarnia will be there as well. If you want to find out more about what we do and how we're connecting families and children to the proper services that they need. Again, another source for who do I call? Where do I go? Uh, you can reach out to 999legionsarnia.com and see what we're all about there. Also, if you're interested in joining us and being a part of the 999th Legion Sarnia, you don't have to ride a motorcycle, but it's kind of a bonus if you do. Um, all that information and an application for becoming a part of our group is there on the website as well. Speaking of resources, boy, a lot of resources in this community, but it, there's just no matter how much we can, there's always a gap we can fill, right? And that's what uh, No One Stands Alone. Uh, .ca. No One Stands Alone. This is a book put out by Deb Patel and, and some of her family and friends um, and had her here a couple of weeks ago. She now has, this is covering services. This is the Sarnia Lampton edition. And now there's also a, a Chatham Kent edition as well. And this just just to go through a few here. Resources for mental health. So of course we've got uh, pathways is in here. Wellness and emotional support for youth online. Good to talk for post-secondary students, bounce back, kids help phone, tell check, crisis lines, uh, sexual assault survivor center, family counseling, women's inter all these, and you know, there's so many hope by cam. Uh, free suicide prevention app. I'd never heard. There's so much in here. I'd like, I'd never heard of that. So, um, you know, Anjanong First Nations 
YMCA Learning Center. So again, just another great resource. And if you want to find out how you can get these booklets, simply go to knowandstandsalone.ca and you'll be able to uh, find out more about that as well. Um, where am I now? I got too many screens going. That's my problem. Where's the other one? I wanted to give a shout out to our friend Scott Maneri and the Barn Burners, who I haven't seen perform in a while. I know they've done uh, some things at the Refined Fool, and I just haven't been able to get there. I've missed them. But congratulations to them. They're number 36. They're on the top 40 Canadian Indie Country Countdown chart. So round of applause to Scott Maneri and the Barn Burners. Known these guys for years. Fantastic. They're still giving her and still creating great music. And I know they're looking forward to getting out to a lot of functions here in Sarnia and around the area. These guys, these guys get around. Um, but congratulations to them for making that on the top 40 chart. Uh, Scott, I know you've uh, worked really hard at doing a lot of writing. I know you and the guys have all worked hard together. And uh, I just think it's really cool to see you kind of getting some of that dream coming alive there for you as well, right? Got to say thanks to all of our sponsors who support us here on the show, Hughes Intelligence. Uh, great supporter for many, many years, Barry Bentley and his team from Hughes Intelligence Security Specialists here in Cerny Lampton. Uh, thank you for your support. Huron Signs SWO, a part of the AG um, AG event AG event group of companies. Say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, along with Huron Signs SWO, thanks to uh, Guy and his team for supporting us here for 10 and a half years here now. It was 10 years back in November. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate that. Joe's Discount Tire, if you need tires, they're just below the uh, overpass there on Indian Road here in Sarnia. And great quality tires, great staff and customer service down there as well. We appreciate their support. And Tourism Sarnia Lambton, uh, always been supporters here, but now they've just come on in more of an official manner. And we're really grateful to Mark Perrin uh, and his team down there at Tourism Sarnia Lambton. Mark will be joining us uh, in the next few weeks to uh, talk about... Uh, uh, some of the things that are happening with Tourism Sarnia Lampton. He's also the lead for Blue Water Border Fest. We'll uh, talk about the announcements that have been out for a while now. And if you haven't got your tickets yet, uh, definitely get out to bluewaterborderfest.com. Uh, also want to give a shout out to our friends at uh, United Way Sarnia Lampton. Uh, a regular monthly visit was last week with our friend Dave Brown. And they have Global Donut Day. I, everything they do, fundraiser, I always tease Dave, is, is always um, got something to do with food. But uh, Gus and his team out at Global Donuts, uh, on April the 27th, the United Way gets all of the proceeds from a special United Way donut available on that day only. So if you're looking to bring some donuts to the office or something, don't just go buy one. Go in there and get, you know, get a dozen, get two dozen, bring them to the office and uh, you'll be supporting, uh, well, you'll be supporting your friends in the office and then you'll be supporting the United Way at the same time as well. So nice to see all these happening, uh, these things happening in our community, you know, like with, uh, with the pandemic and COVID and all that, it's, we're starting to breathe a little bit more, right? But um, I, when I was out at the mall here today, I still carry a mask in my pocket, right? And uh, the reason I do is, you know, there's still some people that want to wear their masks and that's their choice now. And they have their reasons for wearing their mask. And it doesn't matter what their reasons are. If they want to wear a mask 10 years from now, that's fine. Um, but I carry my mask. And when I was at the mall, I actually stopped and saw a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a couple of years, <laughs> a couple of years, right? Since the pandemic. And uh, she had a mask on. 
So I reached in my pocket and I put my mask on. And she said, oh, you don't have to do that. And I said, you're wearing a mask. We're standing here talking. I want you to be comfortable. She said, well, thank you very much. So let's just keep in mind that some people are still going to wear their masks and we should respect that. And consider consider carrying a mask because you might be in a position where it is crowded or you're around a bunch of people who are wearing the masks. And I just think it'd be a nice gesture to put that mask on if other people are as well. That's up to you, of course. But uh, I know it was appreciated when I did it today. So I was glad to do that. All right. Well, uh, you know, we talk about health and uh, certainly been talking about a lot of different healthcare services uh, over the last two years, especially with the pandemic. But there are some concerns out there in the uh, health world. And uh, one of my guests who's been here before, Shirley Robach, is here, uh, part of the Ontario Health Coalition here in Sarnia Lampton. Welcome back, Shirley. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate you uh, letting me come on again. No problem. And I see you got your furry friend there with you again as well. Yes. If I scream, she's got her claws out. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she was here last time, so that's okay. Yeah. She can be the guest too. Um, boy, some real big concerns. I know the last time you were here, uh, you know, it seems like uh, health is looking to be privatized as, uh, by our government. And uh, that's concerning, obviously, to you. Why is that concerning? privatization of any health service or any really any public program does not uh, result in more efficiency. Um, it, it usually costs more. Um, when business gets involved, you know, the priority is profit and not the patient. Mm -hmm. And uh, so very often uh, staff are hired with less qualifications because they cost less. Right. Um, and the third thing is the Canada Health Act is beloved across Canada. And we, we just do not think that uh, people understand that uh, this government has chosen to try to privatize the entire thing. Mm -hmm. um, now, when you... Sorry, when you when you make those statements about this is what happens, um, what do you base that on? Like, how do you know? How do you know that's what happens? Has there been research that you have that you can share? Uh, yeah, um, the P, th um, the term P three yep. means public private uh, partnership, and there were a couple of P three hospitals that were built uh, just outside Toronto. Um, they ended up costing more and they were not um, what the hospital uh, administration asked for. So after the whole thing was done, then renovation had to be done to bring the hospitals up to code. Um, there are multiple private clinics across this province um, eye surgeries for cataracts, um, knee replacements, hip replacements, um, a myriad of things, uh, or endoscopes. Um, right. And uh, the owners of the clinics will bill OHIP, but then also bill the patient for administrative fees, registration fees, um, there's one uh, 
outfitted in Toronto that charges $20 for a blanket. Wow. So, you know, profit is a priority and not the patient. And um, we simply believe that is not what people in Ontario want. Right. Um, Where did the, uh, how did the Ontario Health Coalition uh, begin? And then um, now it's expanded into Sarnia Lambton. Is there other communities as well involved? There are local coalitions province-wide. Um, North Bay, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, uh, London, Windsor, Chatham-Kent, Wallaceburg, Wapool Island. Right. So, so there's a lot of people out there that are fighting for this uh, yes. uh, to not happen. And I guess uh, I see you got a bit of a campaign going here as well with uh, uh, here's this gentleman here. You've got some yeah. one signs that you're uh, distributing. Yeah, isn't that a good sign? I love his smile. Um, <laughs> we have lawn signs uh, that people can request. They are free. We have uh, uh, window signs about long-term care, which I'm holding up. And uh, we also have uh, car decals. Okay. Um, all of these things are free. And the reason... Sorry. The reason that we're... Uh, uh, asking people to take them is we want to make sure that uh, our uh, provincial candidates for MPP um, can't take my eyes off the cat. Sorry. <laughs> That's um, okay. It's common these days with this internet thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we want to make sure that the candidates for MPP see that so many of us do not want any privatization. Right. So how can people reach out to you to get these signs and decals? Uh, it's very, very easy. You can go on the Sarnia Lambton Health Coalition Facebook page um, and write a note and we'll get back to you. You can email me at goddess.bell, sorry, goddess at bell.net. That's G-O-D-D-E-S-S at B-E-L-L dot N-E-T. Or they can just call me. 226, okay. two, two, sorry, 226-402-2724. 402-2724? Yeah. Okay, perfect. We want to get that up on the screen for everybody to see. This is now, have you had have you had many people reach out for those yet? Yeah, uh, we started out with three hundred signs for Sarnia Lambton, and we, well, we've got about a hundred left, okay. and uh, I'm hoping to order more. That's I want the community to show what it's made of. Put a sign in the ground, please. Very good. Dave Brown was just uh, joining to say, uh, you have to love cats, though. They have their own personalities. <laughs> I should have hung a sign around her neck, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, put her to work and, and advocate yeah. here a little bit, right? <laughs> how are How is, okay, so you're putting out lawn signs, and I get that. You're trying to create mm -hmm. awareness. But what is, what is the process, I guess, or how do you get this to, how do you prevent it from happening? Well, uh, 
Well, I must say, I'm, I'm trying to do as much uh, publicity as I can. And thank you, Dave, again, You're for welcome. having me on. Um, we are a nonpartisan group, and we feel that it's uh, we can influence whatever government uh, is elected in June to pull back on their plans. Mm -hmm. So if Mr. Ford is reelected, we just want... Well, I guess we don't like Mr. Ford here. <laughs> um, we we just want him to know the public. Oh, go on down, go on. Uh, we just want him to know that the you know the public is not in favor of this. Yeah. You know, I I couldn't help but smile when you were talking before about all of these wonderful services that uh, local uh, organizations. Uh, supply and if they get any money from the government then i i will tell you that i fear that they will not be able to continue offering these services mm. you mentioned mental health or suicide prevention there's all sorts of of uh, relatively small services that are supported by this government but it's not that the these programs have been in place for a number of years, not just since Mr. Ford uh, right. came into power. And so where will people go to talk about suicide prevention? Yeah. Well, and it seems this government uh, right now, the Ford government does support, uh, you know, mental health services. I, I saw a, a posting really, uh, or a newsletter somewhere recently that they were increasing more support for that as well. So that is a good thing. But um, you're talking more like like hospitals, except really hospitals and, and like long-term care homes. Is that what the, kind of the main focus? Uh, I'm talking about any public service. Okay. You know, um, I believe that when the government says that they support uh, mental health services, they don't mention whether they're going to be public or private. Mm. You know, and... Uh, so there's going to be a lot of people that sort of slip through uh, the yeah. floorboards, you know. So you think they're kind of sneaking it in? I do. Yeah. I do. For instance, uh, I, I don't know whether I mentioned this last time. Uh, there is a department in the government called the Fiscal Accountability Office, okay. and they are taxed with um, um putting forward whether or what will happen uh, when the government puts forth their budgets. And uh, I believe there was something from, well, there was something from the uh, Conservative Party that stated um, that over a number of years, not four, but I think it was eight, actually, they were going to balance the budget. Well, how are you going to do that? You know, mm -hmm. so this fiscal accountability office said if they're going to do this in a very short amount of time, they have to cut $8.6 billion from hospital funding. Wow. Now, hospitals have been living under austerity budgets for 25 years. It was uh, the 
Tories that began and then the liberals came into power, they continued and now we have another conservative government. Um, um, there's no fat to cut away. So this means that hospital services are at risk. Now I have no inside information. I, I want everyone to know that, but I really wonder what will be cut. I believe yep. some clinics at Blue Water Health might be forced out. Um, I believe staff at Blue Water Health may be offered jobs at pri private clinics, uh, which obviously hurts the public hospital. Um, I believe all over Ontario, small rural hospitals uh, are at risk. What, uh, what got you involved, Shirley? Do you have a, a, a healthcare background? I'm a retired registered nurse. Okay. Um, I spent a, many years in Toronto, and then I moved back down here because my mom was ill, and I went to work at the Wallaceburg Hospital, and it was like night and day, you know. I kept thinking, well, where, where are all the support staff? Well, there was none, but this was a number of years ago. Um, but I grew to really respect the people working in community hospitals that don't have, uh, you know, 20 people uh, that can come and help right. you with a cardiac arrest, et cetera. So when they were trying to close the Wallaceburg Hospital, I thought, I thought I got to join this fight. Yeah. Good for and you. My, my grandmother used to work at Wallaceburg uh, Hospital. Now that was, that was a hundred years ago. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> but I remember, I do remember that happening uh, uh, a few yeah. years ago about um, trying to close that. So, so obviously with that being said, so uh, there is power in the people's hands, I guess, or power in numbers. So it, yeah. it is possible to prevent the government from doing this then. Or at least pull back. Right. Which would be a start. That would be a start. Sure. I want them to stop it altogether. Right. So, um, Maybe I'll just say that. Yes, let's stop this altogether. Yeah, why not? But you know, it's not just healthcare, education, um, public transit, uh, uh, infrastructure. Right. There are kids out there that may not know how to read right. in a few years. You know, I mean, these are our public programs that we depend on. For sure. Well, Shirley, thank you uh, so much for joining me here today. And thanks for uh, what you're doing to help prevent this and uh, keep me updated so uh, I can keep the, uh, the the viewers updated as well. Um, uh, I've got one more minute. If there's anything else you want to add that we didn't get to. I want you to call me and get some signs in the lawns or signs in your windows. Here's the, the long-term care one or a sign on your car. There's my number there. Please call. We need All right. your help. And I'll post it on my Facebook page after the show today as well to help with that. Thanks so much, Dave. You're welcome, Shirley. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Shirley Roebuck, yes, from the Ontario Health Coalition, Sarnia Lampton. And uh, I'll tell you, the first time I talked with Shirley was last year sometime. I was What an eye-opener, right? Um, I had no idea. So it's interesting. I know she'll be back again. We had her here last month. But one more time, if you would like a sign for your lawn or you want a decal or a, a sign for your window, 
Uh, give her a call. There's her number on the screen. I will post it after the show today as well. And uh, we'll have her back uh, probably next month for another update to see how things are going. Thanks for being here again today, Shirley. All right. Uh, well, and and uh, Shirley kind of mentioned it there about uh, people not being able to read. And that just kind of leads right into my next guest, Tracy Pound. Welcome back, Tracy. Thank you very much. And I was like, I was wondering, did you feed Shirley that information? I, I was like, well, that is. And without further ado, Tracy Pound. Yes. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> And you know what, we, uh, I, I guess I feel like this is a bit of a tease only because um, we're now starting week two of Train Your Brain, but right. we actually have brought back our kids programming. Um, it's a little different this time. It's grades three and four, and we're offering it at, at five sites around the county. Um, if you missed out this time, we are also going to be offering another program coming up this fall, which will be, um, you can almost like earmark it Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night, depending on where you are. Um, first week of October, last week of November. So, um, yeah. And yeah, that's we going talked about that last time you are here. And and uh, um, just before we get kind of going here, I always like to give you a, just a Reader's Digest version of what does Literacy Lampton do for people here? Well, we our, our mission is to create and deliver exceptional literacy learning opportunities for the residents of Lambton County. So that piece of what we do, um, people might know us for our Give a Book campaign that happens at Christmas time, um, in which we we look with the community, we engage with the community to get a new book into a child in need um, at Christmas time. Uh, we also have, of course, kids programming like Train Your Brain. Um, we have little free libraries that we have been working on expanding a, another program that we used to do called Take a Book and we, we're kind of doing a different spin on that. But our, our key focus and, and how we um, we often move, move the needle for our community is um, our ministry funded adult literacy program. And that's helping adults 19 plus um, with, and here's the standard lingo, reading, writing, math, basic computers and digital knowledge. And so right. um, what... What that means and, and how that looks can be working with adults um, that maybe are struggling and need just a little bit of extra help with like things like reading comprehension so that they can get their G1 driver's test or um, maybe it's an employee safety manual that right. um, is important. Um, lots of different ways that we help. Um, but if we're not the right door for you, not to worry. We always believe that we any door is the right door so you come to us if you're not the right fit for us we will hold your hand and put you in touch with the right group that can help yeah that's good to know because uh well because you heard me talking earlier maybe about all these services sometimes you don't know where to start you know i've got yeah uh, where do i go <laughs> right so it's nice to know if i knock on a door at least i i can like you said hold my hand to to get me to the right place. So a lot going on with Literacy Lampton and uh, uh, starting to breathe a little bit more. You know, we're telling people you're starting to see learners by appointment and in person, but you're still practicing some safety protocols uh, at the same time. Yes. Yep. We uh, we still do the rapid testing. You know, it's it's not 100% foolproof, but, you know, we, we, uh, we do that. It's just an added kind of safety measure in case you have something kicking around that, you know, you didn't know you had. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that's really, really important because um, we are fueled by volunteers and we have a lot of um, adult program volunteers and we, right. you know, we, uh, we like to believe that, you know, we're a great place of giving and sharing, but like maybe not of the COVID variety. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and you know, everybody's kind of in a different place with all of this still. Right. You know, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, like I still carry my mask in my pocket and I, I ran into somebody in the mall today, you know, a friend of mine I hadn't seen in well, two years <laughs> and uh, um, she had her mask on. So I, I took mine out and put mine on just respect. Right. So yeah. uh, it's good that that's in place. Well, you, you've got some exciting things. I know you kind of hinted to me about something coming up last time and you wouldn't tell me. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm really mean like that. But I understand why. We've got these little free libraries popping up around in Lambton County. Here's one at the uh, at the, uh, the the animal farm. That little beauty went in on uh, I think it was Friday. Uh, we also had another one um, here. You can do the slideshow. We've got another one that went in on Saturday on Oray, and Oray is located kind of um, off Michigan, almost like kind of across from Northern. Okay. Um, and uh, we had another little one um, that went in over March break in Watford. It's Watford's first and only. And that was through the Rotary Club of Watford. And um, yeah, so I, I guess, you know, they're popping up everywhere. Um, these That's are, cool. this is this is kind of our current list of, of some of the ones that we had that were private homeowners. That was kind of, you know, we, we realized that there was no actual comprehensive list that existed in our community. Yeah. And so um, really I kind of just hopped in my car and um, as I met some stewards, other stewards said, Oh, have you gone there? And so I met other stewards. And then the more that I shared this out, on social media, the more that others um, others kind of came out. I just found out that there's one in Brights Grove on Winslow Ave, and that was um, that actually just came out because of all the news story about the Watford Little Free Library. So they are out there, um, but there's some really amazing initiatives that are um, entirely on the backs of our service clubs, and um, some of them are still unfolding. Um, but I can, I will name the clubs. So here's who we've got. We've got the Watford Rotary. We have the Petrolia Lions. We have the Petrolia Rotary. We have the big Rotary of Sarnia. We have the Rotary of Sarnia Lambton After Hours. And we have the Seaway Kiwanis. Wow. So lots and lots of really great things going on. And um, I, you know what, I wasn't sure if you got, I, I, uh, I actually took the picture of uh, the new steward on a Ray Street. I took oh, no, I didn't her. get that. I don't, or, or maybe I didn't. Oh, see. I just, I, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It, it just, I sent it through this afternoon because I had to pull it off my, uh, my iPhone. So oh, okay. um, anyway, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, the thing that's so cool about them is they're, they're all very unique and they're very cool. Um, one of the greatest things is that um, this steward on, um, on a Ray Street, so there was an article that ran way, way back last summer. Carl Natitian, love the man. He wrote this great article and he profiled a lot of the little free library stewards within the county and, and also kind of touched on the fact that we had received a Sarnia Community Foundation resiliency grant in which to reimagine a program. So the program that we were reimagining post-COVID was Take a Book, which was gently used books that would come to us and we would circulate them out to a lot of the same agencies that were recipients of our Give a Book program. So um, anyway, this, this program, we, we kind of looked at the program and we thought, you know, this, this great stuff is happening in our neighborhoods already. Yeah. Why not focus on, you know, putting the books out in the community right into the neighborhoods? And so that's kind of where it all got started. But this... 
this one lady, um, Della, reached out and said, hey, Literacy Limpton, I love, love, love to be a steward. And at the time, I was kind of like, well, that's wonderful. And I'm thinking, how do I, how do I, how do I make this grant? Like, how do I grant her wish? How do I make it so? Because I'm not that handy. Right. I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't great in, in woodworking. Shop. Just, no, just light bulbs. Yeah, exactly. I made an ashtray once out of wood. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, as time wore on and all of these different service club initiatives started coming together, the Sarnia Lambton After Hours group reached out to us. This is the Rotary group and um, their their president, Deborah, she was wonderful. She she and her group um, had built a number of them. They actually had um, one of their members is Bob, Bob the Builder. There's a lot yeah. of these guys, right? He literally is Bob the Builder. So Bob, handy guy, builds these. And um, what we were able to do is we were able to grant Della's wish. So we showed up on her front lawn a couple weeks ago and said, surprise, we've got one for you. And so um, we, we dropped it off. We talked to her about how she wanted it painted and, and all the rest. And then um, this weekend it was installed on her lawn. So that is wonderful. Now, how is this cool and how does this work into today? Well, yeah. You know that my phone would be lit up as soon as that story broke. I want one too, Tracy. Make me one too. Make me one. I can't do that. Remember, still not good <laughs> in shop. So the Rotary Club of Sarnia Lambton After Hours is doing a contest between now and April 24th at midnight. That's the cutoff. And it's as simple as emailing secretary at rotarysarniaafterhours.org why you want to be a little free library steward and then your name your street address your email and your phone number so that uh that's as simple as it gets and we are going to announce the winner on the 26th of april on uh, both the rotary uh, of sarnia lambton after hours and literacy lambton facebook pages and then they're going to take it from there and they're going to meet with the steward and say how do you want to paint it do you want to paint it yourself do you need some help and then they're going to install it so wow, that's amazing. Right. What a great idea. And, and yeah, I, I've seen, you know, some of these over the years, actually, these tiny or little little libraries. Right. Actually, uh, in Forest, my sister-in-law lives right across the street from the one there uh, on Queen Washington, I think it is. Right. So, yeah. Um, and she always thought and we talked about it when I was like, well, what's really neat. I'm starting to see these things happening. So, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it's nice to see that it's grown into something that, um, you know, local um, community organizations have stepped forward and, and said, well, hey, we need to support this um, something new that we can support. So. Um, that, that, that's got to be overwhelming for you to know that you've got these many, some of them large organizations stepping up for you. It, it really actually like overwhelming is such a good word. I, I mean, it, it, I just didn't expect, you know, you, you talk to these groups and you say, I, you know, there's this great idea and whatever, like, um, you know, they are just ready to get her done. <laughs> like yeah, no other right? word. And, <laughs> and I mean, there is less, the builder, there's Rick, the builder, there's Bob, the builder. And, um, you know, even the big rotary club of Sarnia, you know, they, they just, everybody just rolled up their sleeves and did what it took to get the job done. And I, I feel like, um, there's still more. I feel like just as I unveil one story, I'm like, and that's not all. I feel like some cheesy <laughs> talk show host, really. But it's, uh, you know, really full credit to them. They 100% yeah. took the ball and ran with it. 
Yeah, fantastic. I well, uh, uh, I haven't told my wife yet, but I'm, I'm I gotta ask her if it's okay if I can get one, right? Because <laughs> we do, we have, and that's the other thing about this too. It got me thinking before our, our interview here today. I was like, I have books, like I have a shelf full of books here, and you know, selfishly, there's some I want to keep for me that I I read over and over, but there's other ones that I'm like, I can't remember the last time I read that book, and if I ever will. Right? right. So somebody would probably appreciate that. Um, or I could even see like going out to used bookstores and, uh, you know, purchasing some books just to put in my yeah. little free library. Right. I could really see this uh, growing more and more. Is that is is there more down the road that uh, you, you've got ideas to keep this growing as she smirks? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I am smirking. I am smirking because you know what? I I actually called down to littlefreelibrary.org, which is the international organization. There's oh, like okay. stewards all over the world. Yeah. And I basically asked them that question. You know, you've got the bird's eye view. What is the best way to roll a, something like this out in the community? And they said, uh, well, there's this, this and this. Sorry, that didn't help. There's a million different ways that this is. Um, rolled out into different communities, maybe not a million, but a lot. And, yeah. um, and I feel like, um, you know, there are some, there are some questions that people ask, like, um, you know, I have one in my community around the corner for me, is it okay if I have one, you know, and the reality is, is if you look at a town like Stratford, you know, they're all clustered through the downtown. And it's as simple as you go to walk the dog, you, you grab your book, you go to one, you don't see what you like, you go to the next one, it gets everybody out exercising, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, and then the other question that I get a lot is how do they exactly work? Um, and, and I actually no no joke, I'm driving away one day, and I plugged the little free library over by skits, right on uh, Stuart, Stuart and Wellington. Yep. And I look in the rearview mirror, and I can see this young couple, they've seen that I've gone and I've stuffed that library full of books. <laughs> They're there with their dog. And they're doing this, they're peeking in. And I, you know, I, I felt like doing a Yui and going, yes, help yourself. Right. Because I think they feel like um, some sort of warning bells or alarms going to go off if they don't have a book to put in and they take Am I one. Candy right? camera? <laughs> exactly. You took one and you didn't replace it. So, right. so the thing is, is, um, you know, the question is, how do they work? It's as easy as this. You take a book, and you leave a book. And the, right. the reality is, is if you see a book you like and you want to take it and you don't, you're out walking the dog and you don't have a book, that's okay. You could take it. But the idea is this, these belong to the whole community. They are as good as they are supported by the community. They may be on someone's lawn or in a park, but really they belong to the community, yeah. all, all that goodness inside. And so, um, like you said, David, great idea. Random act of kindness day. Yeah. Go out to the thrift store, grab some books, stuff a little free library. If yeah. you're doing some spring cleaning, you know, go and uh, do that with, with kids. If you're a parent, what a great way to teach your kids about paying it forward. Right. Have them, you know, you've Kindness, got a book. That, sharing, all that stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know how sometimes like you get to be a better reader and you outgrow maybe your Geronimo Stilton book, yeah. right? But you loved it. Well, you know, take a book and like go find something new. And so there's a little bit of an upcycling, good for the environment piece of it as well. Um, and really just, you know, thinking about the joy that you might be giving someone else for, yeah. for a book that you enjoyed. And, and, you know, if you're walking the dog and you take that book, chances are you walk that, when you walk your dog, you walk the same path all the time. Yeah. So take the book. And then the next time you're walking the dog, take one and put it back. It's no, yeah. Right? Easy. It's, yep. uh, 
It's so cool to see. I just think it's the coolest thing. I just, <laughs> that's just so, it sounds fun. And like, I like how you added that it's a community, it's owned by the community. Um, and that's, that's, uh, that's a great way to put that. And uh, I'm sure you're already seeing lots of response by, you know, what you're sharing. It sounds like you're getting good response and uh, this could just continue and go and go and go and grow so much more. Right. Absolutely. I, I, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there right now because I have this, this forum. So I have some blank little free libraries that um, will be do donated to us. And I was thinking down the road, how fun would it be to engage some of our local artists to make them really super cool, like oh, very yeah. splashy. And uh, then we'd have to probably marine shellac them just to protect the artwork. But that could be um, maybe an auction item, you know, for an event in the future so yeah you know that's that you know that's one other iteration um another one um just like you know how habitat for humanity has the builds the corporate builds yep um in some communities in in the u.s they've actually done little free library builds so it's a corporate team building event um where it becomes a bit of a fundraiser and um and then they the literacy group would gather and um and do a corporate team building event and then um that little free library is either um posted at the office of um whatever corporation it is or the corporation decides um maybe a nonprofit in which they'd like to donate it yeah great keep going right? tracy <laughs> i know i mean it's endless there's so many ideas so yeah well, yeah. and it's, it's really uh, back to the fundamentals here for just a moment. I mean, it's really important, you know, learning to read, um, uh, but continuing to read. I find um, I read a statistic not long ago that, uh, you know, most people, uh, once they get out of uh, school, whether it be college, university or high school, don't pick up books anymore. Or at least not as often as they used to because they had to because we had to do book reports. I don't know if they still do those or not, but we had to do, do it, right? And then <laughs> they do, okay. And, yeah, they do. Uh, uh, um, you know, that's important to keep exercising the brain and books really help a lot with that. And there's so much we can just learn from from reading. And uh, uh, I think it's great that you've been able to, you and your team at Literacy Lampton have been able to uh, pull this together as well as so many other services that uh, are, uh, are are getting used. And uh, thanks to you and your team for, and, and to all the organizations for pulling this one together as well. Well, thank you. And you know, um, just to add one point to what you just said, did you know that one of the most powerful ways, um, just just like uh, you've seen all the memes on Facebook about, you know, um, your children watch um, how you talk to them, and mm -hmm. and um, you know that's that's it's not what you say, it's what you do. Yeah. Um, one of the best ways to raise a reader, let your kids watch you read. So right. to your point, uh, yep. you want to raise a reader catch let them catch you reading blog posts reading newspapers reading books for pleasure yeah. because you're modeling that behavior which is you know super important great point that monkey see monkey do kind of thing right yeah. <laughs> if i say it like that right that's right uh, yeah good point tracy thank you so much i appreciate you uh stopping by and uh, please by all means keep me informed and uh you're welcome back anytime well, thank you. I, I always love coming on and talking with you. It's always fun. <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of my mouth or yours. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're laughing and we're sharing at the same time. So we're doing, we're doing it right. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, 
you know, the only thing I want just to to mention is that at the end of the month, yep. and you probably know this too, it's National Volunteer Appreciation Week. Yes. And um, I just want to do uh, a mention that, you know, we couldn't do what we do at Literacy Lenten. We have a very, very small staff and it's completely due to the amazing volunteers that we have. And we are top down. We have a governance board all the way down to our frontline team. So a thank you to our volunteers. Yes. We are recruiting. Anybody want to find out how to volunteer with us and help our work? Um, and you know, we need the volunteers. Right. LiteracyLampton.org. Just look for the volunteer tab. Sounds good. Tracy, enjoy the rest of your week. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much. Take Bye care. Now. Tracy Pound from Literacy Lampton. Uh, yeah, she always looks, she's always a lot of fun. She's always smiling. And uh, who doesn't want to talk to somebody who's smiling, right? But doing great things there at Literacy Lampton and the free libraries, the little free libraries. Um, and you can, where did I have that? I got to put that back up. There we go. So from April 11th to 24th, you can email uh, secretary at rotarysernyaafterhours.org. Why do you want to be a steward? Why wouldn't you? That would be the question, right? Why wouldn't you want to do this and have a lot of fun? And, you know, I'm I'm betting that there's another story in here as well. I bet you people are meeting at these things and saying hello to each other and getting to know each other. And, oh, what's that book? I can really see that happening. And especially with what we've been through in the last two years, this is really helping bring some of that social aspect as well. And Tracy made a good point. Read in front of your children. Let them catch you doing those things because you are the model for them to read. Um, very good. I want to say thanks to my guests, of course, for being here. Shirley Roebuck was here uh, earlier talking about uh, advocating, I guess I should say, against the privatization of the healthcare in Ontario. I do want to remind everybody, even though I haven't got mine out, okay, I'll stop whining. Uh, there are motorcycles on the road, so make sure that you drive aware and ride aware. And for those of you who ride motorcycles, remember it's a two-way street, pun intended. We got to give our respect to everybody on the road as well, but keep an eye out for those motorcycles. They can be harder to see. And of course, Thank you to all my sponsors once again. And thanks to all of you for joining me here every week. Do me a favor. Um, if you don't want to click the like button, that's okay. But the most important button out there is the one that you can share so that the messages of my guests get spread around for others to learn about as well. I really appreciate all of you uh, stopping by here once again. And as always, that's all the time I got for you this week. Have a great week and an even better weekend. I will see you next time right here on the show. Bye for now. <laughs>